0: This
1: episode of the Film Photography Podcast. This show is dedicated to every listener over the years, over the past eight years, that has written an email to me that said, Can the
0: FPP be daily?
1: This is it. The rest of you, two weeks, two weeks. (laughs) November 16th, 2017, special edition, the daily edition. Hey, John. Uh, I
2: was out drinking last night. I was a little
1: tired. And uh, Mr. Mark Dalzell. Yeah. This is the Jersey edition of the FPP. Special edition only because, well, well, because it's dedicated to you guys, and we love you guys, girls and guys, of course. Yes, some great film love. But there's just been so much going on with Kickstarter that even with our additional shows, we can't keep up with it. What show? And also, I have to tell everyone listening out there, I am so excited. The reason I am here is because the one Kickstarter cause that I actually care about, <laughs> the box camera rebirth, I care about. The other ones are fine, and I... In- oh,
2: you cared about the studio in San Francisco.
1: Portland Darkroom. Oh yes, I cared about the Portland dark room as, as well.
3: We care about we care about Jolly Look, we care about yeah. Ferrania. Yeah. We care about all of them. But we care. But
1: this one I cared about. The special
3: place in our heart for the kids. That's right. Someone think of the children. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> Stupid. Oh, hey. Hey, we're oh, on. God. Hey
1: guys. Oh, Welcome a- to the show. What show? I had... I had their microphones down. We're talking Yours for too. Like five minutes. No, mine was that. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we care about this one because we have the FPP st- school camera donation program where we supply cameras to teachers to teach kids at no cost, and that's super exciting. So when
3: I saw this one, I'm like, ah, oh, well, Professor Dusty Parrish, this guy's doing it for himself. He's like, just just give me the cash equivalent of cameras, and I'll get. my Yeah, he's cameras. just
1: doing his own thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I thought that was pretty cool. And then we received an email from him. Yeah. We did. He said, hey, thanks for supporting us. And this was before. I did, too. I think he's been personally emailing every single backer, because I oh, got an email good. saying, hey, Mark, thanks. Mm. Have you backed it, John? Yes.
1: Oh, very good. Yes. He so
3: got. He also got an email saying, hey, Mark, thanks.
1: His goal was reasonable. Mm-hmm. and $3,000. Yeah. And for a while there, both Mark Dalzell and I touch thought, and go. we're like, wasn't uh, do it. like, uh, yeah. but I think the FPP call to arms. I think, I think that's what did it, Mike. There
3: was a big surge, I noticed, after the last yeah, broadcast. Yeah, because
2: they were about halfway. There, they were about 50% maybe, or maybe not even quite. And then you sent out your letter. It was about $1,600, so I guess they were a little bit past it. Half. Yeah. Well, anyway, they did it. Good. You guilted everybody into it. Yeah. So good for you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everyone who's listening. And thank you, everyone who tuned in. And thank you, everyone who wanted a daily show. This is your daily show right now. We're here for you. Doing Daily. This. We have some letters Let's go <laughs> All right Pick one random How come these are over there And those are over there oh, I didn't get to those Okay uh, I wanted to read a short one Let me see those I'll
3: see if there's any good ones
1: They're all good all right.
2: uh, Okay you want to start out With the Irish accent That I can botch By the way, John
1: <laughs> Yeah uh, You know Occasionally uh, I'll be very brief Occasionally we get You know, spanked Yeah Of course First time was when you did... Me, uh, of course. Hogan's I'm... Yes, John. It's always you. I did Hogan's Heroes? You he did, Ho- he did Colonel Klink, Hogan's Heroes. Why? What was that offensive um, to somebody? Um, someone who I guess was of German descent didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> A few shows ago, we did the comparison of the U.S. Minolta Talk... Talkmatic What is it called The, yeah. the talking camera with, with the Japanese Not Minolta one? Yeah. Oh the Minolta, the talk, yeah, the yeah, the Minolta mean, to- Sorry yes, yes We did yes. the comparison Between the Minolta Talker mm-hmm. The US commercial yeah. And then the Minolta Talker Of the actual product That yes. we get in our hands
2: Here in the US Who gross Use fresh? <laughs> Didn't work yeah.
1: No got, got a then? letter
2: L- One letter cringed, or lots of letters I cringed as you were doing it
1: Oh Really
2: Okay. Well, hey, man, we didn't make that stuff up. That's just the way it was. No, There's we didn't reality, make. Totally made it up. No, no, we didn't make. No, the camera actually
3: said. <laughs> the camera I don't know, talks the like things that. that you were saying. Yeah. Well, it well say. John made up a few things, but the accent that he—he's no, that's true. Because that you the, played the commercial in the. Yeah. Yeah. Are
2: we do the it? only way oh, no, we could redeem
1: ourselves, if I actually had, I, mean, I have one here somewhere in the studio. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. If we actually can play the actual Minolta Talker, yeah. So people are like, oh, I understand.
2: Yeah, we weren't just making that up. No, we, were, we weren't. We were expanding upon, but, an already bad idea. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> no, that's yes. But you know what I got? What? Wait, the unrelated news. My favorite uh, local thrift store. Uh, last week, I got a Polaroid One Step. Talker. Oh no wow. way! I got one. Did you have the other pre- presets in there? The presets are there, and it's in it's the American perfect one? shape. It Japanese? is. It is English. I think the sticker says English three. I don't know if there it was, was like people of it. like jokey things. Oh, well, there was one. There's one that's like a, a chimpanzee. There's one that is, and there's one that, that's a guy saying, "What are you talking about? No one's looking at you. You're being paranoid." Really? Something like that. And then there's a third one. I forget what the third one is. And then you can oh. record your own. Yes. So so the third one, which is the funniest, is of my, my six-year-old daughter saying, I go duty. And then everyone cracks up, and I take the picture.
1: <laughs> ah, that's a good one. I go duty. That's but, very good. But the question is, here's a letter. Who
3: is this
2: gentleman's name? His name is Rodi Giacomo.
1: Okay. He's From Ireland. So... From Ireland. Uh, I'm asking the listeners. Listen, is it okay if I per- play traditional Irish music under this letter, or is that offensive? Listen, is it okay if John does the tries to do an Irish accent? If I do an Irish is accent, that offensive.
2: That's, if I if I do an Irish accent that slips into an Indian accent, is that okay? <laughs> Will somebody get me. Listen, what did you just say to me about the guy that was annoyed at you for something? He said, "Hey, I'm very sorry, but you can't please everyone."
1: Oh, uh, I should say a lady or a gentleman on, on, on YouTube didn't yeah. like the style of my editing on my YouTube. Because I, rat to condense, sometimes I'll speed up a piece. Yeah. And How dare you? If I say something, my voice is a little sped up, too. Oh, yeah. And that the guy was like, oh, it's really
2: annoying. Can you stop doing
1: that? So, then Oh, I, yeah,
2: we'll stop doing it just for you, bud. <laughs> and... The, <laughs> <laughs> Come on You can't let one person Who's got to stick up Well now it's three people
1: Ho- Now it's, we're stacked Hogan's Heroes The guy on YouTube And uh, the Minolta Talker And now Let's get our hit list The gentleman from Ireland we're now soon
0: to
2: be Rudy well, Jackman From Ireland <laughs> Who's, who's going to be mad at me For reading this I
3: think there's a line between Racism and <laughs> Definitely I
2: copy. don't think we it says My name is Rudy Jackman I'm a retired commercial pilot, would-be photographer, tourist guide in Ireland, a coach driver, and university student. Wow, Rudy, man, how you get time to write letters? And I am in my mid seventies. This guy's more active than you. That's right, and he's in his seventies. Good on you. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive. There Talking is. to me in a British accent? How dare you?
2: <laughs> the Queen shall hear it for this. Um, I enjoy your blogs. Encouraged by your appeal, I am planning to put a few old cameras back into use. My first recommissioning of an old camera was an o- was already successful. We resurrected a baby Rolleiflex. Oh, that was given to me by my aunt. She has died. That camera was bought new in 1964. We can get some limited supply of 127 black and white film, 100 ASA only, made in Japan. Results are okay. I still have a Bell and Howell electric eye 127 It belong to my late father. Yes, I live in Ireland. You should come over for a visit. We should. Oh, great. my God. Photo that'd be great. You'd like to go. Regards, yeah. Rudy. So Rudy's keep him busy, like resurrecting old cameras. I think that's great. He's like the Irish version of Mark Dalzell. That's right. All right,
1: yeah, really whatever. quick. Uh, here's an email. <sighs> I just want to inform everyone that the little film lab, they were in, Men- I believe, in Menlo Park, California. Oh. Uh, they had closed. Oh, that's too bad. It is. They were a little lab. <laughs> they were a lab that uh, processed the uh, film. Kodak. Yes, they processed film, but they also processed the Kodak Vision 3 film. Oh, right. So they oh, were no. one of the few labs that processes Kodak Vision 3. So who's left Kodak Vision 3? The camera shop up in Minnesota, Film Rescue in Canada, but a drop off. You can mail to Minnesota. Mm. Old school film lab, New Hampshire.
2: What about Dwayne's? Or your own kitchen.
1: Yeah, of course. Dwayne's photo will not do it. The darkroom will not do it because of the Ramjet on Kodak Vision 3 film. And as Mark said, your own kitchen, if you have done black and white processing, you could easily do color using the C41 kit and then one extra. It's not even a step. When you're done processing, you just rub off the Yeah, while
3: I'm wiping it at the end... While I'm squeegeeing it at the end, it just comes right off. Yeah. So, yeah, it takes literally 30 seconds longer.
1: So, RIP Little Film Lab, and the uh, best wishes to all who work there, and uh, good luck to you, whatever uh, you those folks have. moved. To the big to
3: film the, lab in the sky.
2: Right. I've been listening to FPP for almost two years and have consumed every episode since your two-hour-long episode and the off-the-chain sound effect delays. Hey, off-the-chain, man. C forty one. One two three.
0: Forget about it. Dawson Luna Pro F. One two three.
2: Forget about it.
0: K fourteen. C forty one. Dawson Luna Pro F. One two three. Forget about it. K fourteen.
2: When I ran out of episodes during your summer break, I just re-listened to a couple of months until the newer episodes came back. Yes, you read that right. I have listened to many of your episodes multiple times. Woo! I'm that person. At some point, I even bought one of your Plastic Fantastic cameras, and I got a note that I wrote to you guys read out loud by John Fidelli, and it made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Anyway, aside from letting you know that I'm a big fan of the shoe, I also wanted to know... If you could shed any light on what happened to Galaxy. I backed the Gal- Galaxy Direct Positive 120 paper and was mad excited about the prospects of this film. Uh, alas, Galaxy never delivered. I oh. occasionally check online for information outside of the angry disgruntled backer, backer postings. But always come up empty-handed. I'm over the loss, but my curios- curiosity to know will never die. Do any of you know what happened? Mark, do you know what happened? And who is this from? Pamela, a.k.a. Kim Buckley. Okay. But seriously, what happened to Galaxy? Uh, there's a There's a little inspirational thing at the end here. Before I, before I go, I just wanted you to know that you all have seriously changed my life. Last summer, I enrolled in an associate's program for photography because, why the hell not? Thank you for igniting that fire in me. That's, that's you, babe. Okay. So, P.S., seriously, what happened to Galaxy? Okay, well, look, Mark Dalzell's looking up Galaxy.
3: No, no, I was just looking up the the 120 paper. I didn't even remember that one, but I don't know because the the first one that came out with was the was the regular photo paper. She said this a four five
2: episode 145.
3: Yeah, I mean, I remember the the Galaxy four by five, which I got, and that was fine. There was the second Galaxy there. then, wasn't there? Yeah, there was the Gal- So then they tried to release it. or They said they were going to release it in 120, but I guess it never happened. But I didn't get in on that one, and I I, I wasn't following it, so I have no idea. Um, but that seems strange. It was just hmm. paper. So strange. yeah, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what happened with that. Can't answer your question, Pamela Kim Buckley. But I'm sure after this airs, there'll be a new thread that pops up that people are chiming in. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There.
1: One more uh, quick letter. Hi, Michael and crew. I oh, sent, oh, oh. <laughs> I sent you a question a few weeks ago in a note. You read my note at the end of the show. Read my questions, everyone laughed at their own jokes, then you closed the show and went out for pizza. <laughs> Without answering
3: the question, I'm assuming.
1: I couldn't believe it. I was left hanging, but I've mostly gotten over it. <laughs> what was it? I still enjoy the show. I hate when we do now, that. Show. as much as when it began, no sign of shark jumping.
2: That's good. Yeah,
1: that's good. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what that is, shark jumping, just Google, jump the shark. The Google. Google. Fonzie. That's right. Happy days. Happy days. If anything, it gets better each time. I especially enjoy the spotlight on a particular camera and Leslie, who seems to know the answer to every obscure question. She's a wealth
2: of information.
1: I also like her interesting stories about selling particular cameras back when they were new. I can't seem to find the answer to my question anywhere. What
2: question? I want to know
1: what the question was. So I may have to ask again, how does the monobath work? I was taught that getting fixer in your developer spelled instant disaster." How is it you can mix them and not have the developer go bad? What are the advantages and disadvantages? I know it was mentioned in passing long ago, but I'd like to know more. Thanks
3: for everything you do.
4: Ian Butler.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember All right. Ian. All right, so. here we've got a letter from Wesley Young. I have loved you show for quite some time. You show? Just wondering, is it possible to develop... This is for Mike. Yes. Is it possible to develop Super 8 film at home? And if so, what would I need beyond the chemistry I have at home? Rodinal and Pyrocat HD are my developers of choice at the moment. What is this gentleman's name? Wesley Young. Wesley, you got to go to YouTube and search
1: uh, process Super 8 at home. You're going to find a video of a guy... I'm watching it. I'm. I, I'd be holding and pulling my hair out if I had any. <laughs> this is a guy. He takes a Super Eight cartridge and he does it in a bucket. In a bucket. I couldn't believe it. Me a it's all. It's all like.
3: Cra- Why not? As long as it gets wet, I guess. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. But the answer is because uh, Mark Dalzell and I have chatted about this, and I think Mark, you pointed me in the right direction. You go on eBay, and there's a called a Lomo tank.
3: Yeah, Romo.
1: Yeah. Old- Soviet 80s thing. It's pretty amazing. It's a it looks like a a, a flying saucer. Really? It's a, it's a disc shaped and it's just like any other, you know, you you load your 8mm film onto that whole big platter and then you could develop it cuz it seems like Wesley has the chemistry like he's just well how do I do this?
2: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Lomo tank. I sent them the link.
2: Lomo or Romo? Lomo. Well, it's Lomo,
3: but it's you know it's in Cyrillic, so it looks like R O M O. because it's old. It's yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, but they, they go for a couple hundred dollars. But if but you're they're be going going up, I would say grab uh, one now. But if
1: you're going to be doing a lot of home movies, it's certainly worth it.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then and yeah, it just takes it. From what I recall, it looks like it. It doesn't take any more than two liters of chemistry. Yeah. So
1: There's a machine called a Retro Eight,
3: and this is the machine that was
1: used. John, remember when you and I shot that video, Rockaway, nineteen forty-eight? Yes. So a listener sent in a eight millimeter reel, Rockaway, nineteen forty-eight. Wow. He sent me an email. He's like, Hey, I have this neighbor, and she's really you know he knows that I'm into filmmaking, and I was just like, Oh, really? I'm like, Why don't you? Because I do a lot of telecine work at Deluxe, and I was like, Why don't you send that in? I'll do a YouTube video. How about this? I do the YouTube video. You allow me to use the video, and then I'll send you the file. Great. Perfect. That's exactly what I did. So I went to Deluxe, and they have a little, like, uh, machine there. It looks like a projector, but it's not. It's called Retro 8. If you look it up, for $3,000, anyone can buy a Retro 8. It scans one frame at a time, Super 8 or 8mm, 8 positive or negative, black and white or color. And then when it's done, you press a button and it knits together a file, a .mov file. It's a
3: standalone machine? That does yeah, this? standalone machine. Crazy.
1: And it makes a high-def file. Oh. Is
3: it automated? Like you just load the film in and walk away, or do you have to click each
1: frame? You load the film and walk away, except for this film, because it's so warped and old oh. that it broke a few times. Oh. Snapped. So, yeah. It's sort of the kind of machine, if you have – if you, if you uh, folks at home, if you're thinking, hey, you know, I'm going to start a, film, a film-to-file business. Hey, you know, people still have lots of film
3: at home. Why the heck not? Well, three thousand dollars is a is a fair amount of money, but like my wife's family were big filmers oh. in the sixties and seventies, and we have boxes and boxes. They're not, of eight they're not transferred. Nothing's transferred. Nothing's been, probably ever been seen. Wow! So that's the kind of the thing wife's that, family. Yeah, I mean they're they're they're, they're at the studio. I is mean, it that, sixteen that's from or eight or both? Uh, I think it's pretty much all eight, but you know there's miles of it. Got to do that. Oh. So So that's the kind of thing. This
1: sounds like a Mark Dalzell Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. (laughs) You could sing a song about how, like, you know. What, for everyone
3: to chip in so I can buy one? Right. That you can then use? Right. Joking, folks. Mm. Not really. So
1: Retro 8 for, so, okay. So That's cool. Retro 8, sorry. Mark, you have so much film. I know $3,000 is not, like, you know, pocket change, but you'd be able to get all the movies done. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Maybe the family could change. Maybe you have yeah. like a, a barbecue fundraiser. How about next Crab Fest, you have a bucket, and you load up the bucket with like a few dollars and some change that you put in there just to get it going. Prime the pump. Right. And then people come in, and you're like, the Dalzell, what's your wife's name? Christine. Oh, like the, name, I don't know. Name. What's the name.
3: Oh, Ward.
2: The Ward Home Movie Fund. Archives. Yep. All right. Well, next time you guys go on vacation, just prime their pumps. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
3: what were we talking about something photography related, as I recall? I don't know. <laughs> well, today's show. Well, let's take a quick break. Now that we're a half an hour in.
1: Yeah.
5: Earlier in the show, we mentioned price reductions on Brownie movie cameras. That covers the Brownie turret cameras too, and now here's Ozzy to show you how they work. Well, here's the Brownie turret I use, and I can get three different kinds of movie shots with it. One lens gives you big telephoto close-ups, this is for your medium shots, and when you want a beautiful wide-angle shot, use this lens. Now watch. This is my wide-angle shot. Kids are pretty good, aren't they? Now I turn the turret, and here's my medium shot. Another turn, and here's my close-up. I didn't have to move a step. See, what could be easier? Thank you, Ozzy. Now, about those prices. Now you can get a brand-new Brownie Turret movie camera for just fifty nine fifty, or as little as $6 down. That's right. For just $6 down, you can make home movies with a real professional touch. So see your Kodak dealer this week.
1: Hey, we're back. So today, the reason we're here today, the day after, the day after a big show, is because of, yes, crowdfunding, Kickstarter. And this fall... I think you can both admit that this fall, of all falls, especially since, you know, the whole great film resurgence, Mm -hmm. never so many Kickstarters.
3: Yeah, like a weird surge of stuff just popping out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. So, what do you got? Well, what's the big one? Well,
3: the big one, obviously, the big one that everyone's talking about right now is the reflex, the SLR. (laughs) The The (laughs) reflex. This is... This is a camera that's sort of been talking about primed. For the last month or two, it's been in the news. They've been hinting at it. There's been Instagram. There's been Facebook. Like, what is it? Oh, it's an SLR. What What kind of mount? What is it? And finally, they dropped it last week. It's completely amazing. It's a completely new kind of SLR camera. If you're, if you're listening and you haven't heard of this thing yet and you haven't seen it yet, it's basically a brand new SLR camera that this... Um, well, the company is Reflex, but the guy in charge of it, his name is Lawrence Von Thomas in in England, has come out with. It's like the first new SLR camera in decades, but the thing that makes it really kind of revolutionary. When I first heard, oh, there's a new SLR coming out, I've already got 100 SLRs. Like, what could it possibly do that I could care about? Well, uh, what it does is, I think for me the biggest thing is that it's got daylight swappable backs on it. So if you you can you can walk around with a few different backs with a few different films loaded and swap swap the backs out. I'm used to doing that with my with my medium format cameras, yeah. But I've never seen a 35 that'll do it. Uh, it's got interchangeable lens mounts on it, which is very cool. It comes native as an M42 camera, but he's also producing. Um, The uh, Nikon F mount, the Olympus OM, the Canon FD, the Pentax PK, and there's a rumor that uh, there's going to be a Minolta mount that he's going to start producing for it as well. So you can have this one body and use just about every lens that you own for it. Uh, It has got an onboard flash and an onboard LED light, which, which actually is really cool. I don't like shooting with flash. I like shooting with natural light and the idea of having a camera that has a light built into it one more amazing feature that I totally love is if, if he hit the stretch goal, which it looks like he's easily going to do, or they, I should say are easily going to do, uh, is a companion app that will automatically push all of your camera settings to your mobile device when you take a picture. Hmm. So when you get no. back home at the end of the day, you can go through the whole role and say, okay, I shot this at this aperture, this shutter speed, this, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's cool. Which is very, very cool. So that, I love that feature alone. So those four things, uh, make the camera pretty amazing. And then for for the future, what makes it really amazing is that the whole camera, we're getting technical here, the whole camera is based on Arduino, and it's open-sourced. So the whole design of the camera will be open-sourced once it's produced. So there could be other Kickstarters a year from now of other people coming out with, oh, I've just come out with a 120 back for it. Oh, I'm going to start making a... Yashica lens mount board for it. I, you know, you, you can get in and and reprogram the the computer in it to be able to do other things. Maybe you can build a, I don't know, motor drive for it. You, you know, you so because it's going to be open sourced, potentially there could be a lot of other things coming that's forward cool. in the future. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting. And then so, uh, the camera itself is is going to be f- pretty much fully manual. It's it's aperture priority, but it's all um, manual focus. Obviously, manual. Uh, Aperture, Um, it has shutter speeds from uh, bulb up to a four thousandth of a second Uh at the moment, (laughs) but again, that's something that could, you know, could change here and there, and it also has uh, a time setting, which is sort of unusual for modern SLRs, too. Uh, I'm just giving you, like, technical specs now. It's got a 125th flash sync. Uh, It's got um, LED readout metering, which is nice. Hot shoe? It has... No. (laughs)
1: Forget it. What's it have? Cold shoe? Can uh, I get a one twenty six back for this camera?
3: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it comes native as a one twenty six camera, Mike. <laughs> so I can use my Facmatic in it. No, I'm, I'm just looking to see if it actually has a, a PC port. I, there hasn't been any mention of that, so I don't. I don't think so. Facmatic oh. is the oh. thirty foot
1: guy's upstairs. Facmatic is thirty five millimeter to one twenty six adapter. So you could use your 126 Instamatic. I'm Instamatic crazy this month. Um, Mark's doing some research.
3: No, yeah, I got And I'm got a little
1: sad you didn't bring your
3: Factmatic. Well, this was also unexpected. It's at the studio, and that was in the wrong direction. Next time. Definitely. For our For December, tomorrow. For, our <laughs> <laughs> for tomorrow's show. Uh, not to interrupt, but can you imagine if, like,
1: our gig every day, like, if oh we actually goodness. funded, like, not, I'm not That'd talking, like, great. massive fund. I'm talking about, like, You know, chip money, like, you know... know, Lunch money. Lunch money. If every day we met here at, like, I don't know, 7 a.m., and we did a show for an hour, and then you guys left, every day,
3: could you imagine that? That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. I'd be up for that. I bet you we still would not run out of things to talk about. Probably not. Well, most of the time, we're not even talking about cameras, so... (laughs) All right. Anyhow, please continue, Mark. No, well, yeah, so I just took... It didn't even occur to me that... It it doesn't look like it has a PC port on it, but Mm. that would be nice, Um but, uh, yeah, uh, what was I saying? I was giving you technical stuff. Yeah, LED metering. It's got an ISO range of 25 to 6,400. Mm. I don't know. Wow. What, what does he uh, use that for? I don't know. Maybe he knows something we don't. Yeah, really. Um, it's uh, USB chargeable, so you have to uh, – there's no swapping out batteries. Make sure you plug it in at the end of the day. Mm. Oh, is that battery accessible? So when that battery's dead, that you could. What happens when that internal battery dies? I don't know. It the the tech specs just say it's a five volt lithium battery. So I would assume it's some sort of electronical mm. battery that's mm. soldered in there. But uh, but who knows? That's how they but get that's, you. Well, what does that power? Well, it'll exactly be a ten dollar battery that powers. The, f- the flash and the meter, I would assume oh yeah okay, please continue and uh, that's pretty much it yeah it said uh, oh the other thing that they listed was the 490 gram weight, which is I looked up just for comparison that's about the same as a Minolta x700 so it's so it weighs about the same as a you know plastic 80s SLR so which is good. Wow. The design is is kind of a Praktina sort of look with the shutter button on the front and a sort of pyramid shaped prism on the top so it's kind of a cool. Sort of a '50s SLR look, which I like, but um, but yeah. So there you go. That's the reflex camera, which Mm. is which is very cool. The camera itself. (laughs) Well, they've got an early bird special, which still uh, still has a a, a few spots left in it. Um, And the early bird is four hundred. It's pounds. It's pounds, but converted to American money, Uh, it's about four hundred and fifty dollars, and that includes the M forty nine M M forty two lens mount and one back.
2: How much are additional backs? Do you know?
3: The extra backs are about $85, and the extra mounts are about $45. Mm. Uh, so, if you want to, um, yeah, if you want to get like a body, get a, a Nikon and a Canon mount and mm. two backs for it, you know, you'd be looking at about so $600. am sorry.
2: Well, it's, you said it comes with one. It metal? comes with an M42
3: mount and one back.
2: Oh, you can't pick which mount you would like? It doesn't seem like
3: it. Uh, no. That's not a stretch goal. That you can pick your back? Yeah. Uh, not listed right mount. now. Maybe, you know, maybe if they, when they get more backers, if they get people asking for that, that would make sense. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, I guess everybody's got M42s. When does this expire? This expires December 7th. Ooh. So there's still a, there's still a few weeks to go. They've already met their goal. Pearl Harbor Day. Within the next couple of days, they'll be surpassing the stretch goal, which will, get the, which will unlock the app. Uh, and th- this is going to be a... When do the cameras ship? Uh, well, <laughs> Long time. they say August two thousand eighteen, and we'll see. 19? Or sorry, September September of two thousand eighteen. Oh, well, so okay. they they say a, you know less than gonna, a year. It's not going to happen. They already have working prototypes. They just need to get it into production. They've been mm-hmm. testing it for a little while now. And how much did they raise as of today? Uh, as of today, they're at about one hundred and sixty some thousand dollars. Their goal was only one hundred thirty thousand. So they're they're doing pretty well. And it's only been the thing's only been out for a week. So they have still got in? three weeks left. No. no. Are you going to? No? no, I don't think yeah. so. A little rich? It's a little bit rich for sort of a... For me, it's a little bit rich for sort of a toy. But only because I already oh. have so many cameras that...
1: Well, are there lesser... lesser contri- can you contribute
3: $25 and get a sticker, that kind of thing? Yeah, they've no? got... I think there's even Shirts. a $5 tote bag. You can get the tote bag. Oh, There are, there are smaller levels between tote bag and full-blown camera. But those levels are like a back, a lens mount, a wrist strap. Mm. So there's no point. Y- you right. can chip in fifty bucks and get a you know and get a Canon lens mount. But if you don't have the camera, what's the point? But uh, maybe there'll be a secondary Caduce market for those like later. Like
2: your you know a necklace when you do your rap video. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> but it's it's a really cool idea. I really do like it. Uh, it's it's not one for me, but uh, hmm. I'm hoping to.
2: Well, good on them, right? Maybe in a I year someone great. will donate one. And to What's the it called exactly?
3: The Reflex SLR. The oh, Reflex. Yeah, it's it's so big in uh, they're getting so much publicity right now that if you just Google Reflex SLR.
1: And where are they hail, Where do they hail from?
3: Uh, from England. Oh, England. Yes.
1: Very nice.
3: Well, good. That's very exciting. So
1: we talked about the uh, box camera rebirth funded. Talked about the Reflex. Goes till December seventh. You'll keep a like. You know, you'll keep that piece of paper so when we do another show, we could t- talk about results.
3: It's all in my head now. Great. The re- Black. 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 <laughs> Would you guys want to talk about another Kickstarter, or should yeah. we just keep talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's it? another. There's another interesting Kickstarter yeah. that just came uh, out <coughs> of nowhere. Kick okay. it. I would talk about. Right, let's do it. The and again, this is just like what? Where? Where,
0: where what did, did this come, come from?
3: from? The uh, it's it's very hard for my mouth to say this word. <laughs> Ihage. Hi. Um if if anyone out there is is into old cameras like me and you're familiar with the old Exacta SLRs from the 30s 40s 50s it's it's spelled I-H-A-G-E-E, I-H-A-G-E-E, yeah pronounced Ihage. This was an old Hi. German company. Oh, Uh That uh, <laughs> they were really big. They they had the first XLR uh, first XLR the first SLR camera uh, in the late 30s mid 30s and they were producing cameras up. 50s and 60s, they've been, they've been dead for a while, but they're coming out with uh, a Kickstarter supposedly sometime this week. Um, and uh, a- as of this particular moment, it's it has not been released yet, but with my luck, it'll it'll appear an hour after we record this.
1: Oh, this Kickstarter, as of right now, has not been released it's
3: yet, it's supposed to be released this week.
2: Okay. How do you find out about pre-release Kickstarter campaigns? Uh,
3: publicity because they, they send. Oh, it's it's been written up a lot on a lot of different blogs and sites oh. and this and that. But uh, and they've got their own site. You can go to the Huggie, uh, You can go to their website and and get some specs on. How it do you as spell well.
1: it? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, because people people won't, won't that, know how to Google. I dare you to ask me
3: if I shot with it. Oh, yet. I was just going to say <laughs> that. You ruined it. I h a g e e. And how's it pronounced? Ihagi. And
1: can you... This is a camera that you only put Nikon lenses on.
3: Yes. I didn't even say that yet. You're already ahead of me. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't haven't even said anything yet except how to pronounce it.
1: Wow. It's really weird. I was not listening in the future, but I caught something,
3: (laughs) and it was that. Okay. Now, if you're listening at home, in about 10 minutes, he's going to ask me what the lens mount is. Just watch. This is going to happen. So anyway, this is a camera that is being produced. Uh, It uses the uh, Nikon F mount. Um, it's, it, it's being built in um, Ukraine in the oh. old, uh, the Arsenal factory. No way. So,
1: and, and to look that at factory it. factory closed, don't you know that? That's what I get on, on all the time because we carry the Shmina film. That factory's closed.
3: Well, it's open again. I don't want
1: people, shut up. Yeah, see?
2: <laughs> Screw that guy.
3: There's something about. There are some pictures online of it, <laughs> and if you look at the pictures online, it immediately reminded me of like the old Kiev SLR. Yeah. So this is I, factories are just sitting there. Probably. I feel like this is going to have a very uh, Kiev-y feel to it. Yeah. It's very sort of minimal entry level sort of SLR, um, fully mechanical. I don't even. I don't even think it has a, a light meter on it. I mean, this is a fully mechanical <gasps> manual focus F mount. Even the shutter speeds are only uh, half a second up to a five hundredth.
2: That somehow sounds more appealing to me than the reflex. A basic camera. Yeah, just
1: a camera. What is appealing about this
3: if it's so basic? It's just a new, nice, basic SLR that will work, that I'm assuming <laughs> is going to be pretty cheap. They're, they're saying that uh, it's actually going to have, well, they're saying a, quote, very affordable price. I don't know. I'm 50 just going th- No, it's not going to be that. Oh, I'm right. going to throw out, 180 dollars. Yeah. Oh uh, my god! I don't know. Don't say oh my god. I don't know. I'm just guessing, but S- I'm going to say speculating. Um, oh. And and they're offering it. It will come with a warranty, and they say they have a repair center in Germany if wow. if there are any warranty claims. So they actually are offering. Uh, does it look cool? What does it look like? It looks. Here's a picture. Like it Kiev, looks. It says? looks like kind of a, you know, a injection molded Kiev. Nikon and camera. We you don't know for sure if there's a light meter because it hasn't launched yet,
1: so we don't know.
3: It hasn't launched, but just looking at the pictures, I can I can feel the picture, and I f- and mm. it feels like my like my my some of my old Zenit, it's, like my Zenit twelve or something. Like it kind of looks like it's going to feel like that. It's wrapped very lovingly in that piece of cloth. I think they're hiding some like, of the details. This is an enhanced picture. Uh, from a blog that I found, I think they're they're trying to sort of hide some of the details so far, so you don't know anything about it yet. But they're keeping it seductive. But it does have a wood; it has a wood grip on the side, which is kind of cool. Um, so we'll see. I'm I'm interested in this. I'm, I'd be curious yeah. to see what uh, what this is, and I could be completely wrong. This thing could appear in two hours, and it's suddenly like Check Kickstarter oh, right now. I should yeah. See what before that, before we, we end this episode, I'm as soon do as we end search. this episode recording, you, you're yeah. gonna like call from your car, like ah, ah
1: no. they just launched it. Now we have to go. It's in actually and- digital.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you want to look it up online, uh, you can go to um, well, you can just search it online. The, the the camera is called the Elba Flex, which is the first time I've said that word today. I should have mentioned that earlier. The Elba Flex, E L B A F L E X.
1: Great. Well, here's a quick letter from Dandy Denial. Dan. That's what it says. Initial you got a message D. from
3: Dandy Denial. Alright, what's it say? It is pronounced just like it sounds. <laughs> hey folks! Just trying to purchase some fresh chemistry for my developing habits, and I find myself swallowing rather loudly when the shipping rates to Canada are calculated.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Is there really no other option than to spend more than the cost of the item I'm buying <laughs> on shipping? I wanted to purchase a C forty one kit and an E six kit, and it comes to more than seventy dollars. With just the C41, it's 23 or so, but that's still more than the cost of the kit. Is it not possible to send either of these items in the regular post? Fancy priority shipping plus the exchange rate is killing me. Mm. Um, and then he goes on to continue haranguing.:
0: yeah, Anyway, it.
3: thanks for the time to listen, love what you do as always and apologies as always and again, apologies. I know you must get a lot of these sorts of questions.: Sorry. I get, like I sit can, can down. You get
2: a P.O. box in the States and I, then come
3: Why? Well, now you talking. Well, yeah.
1: Justin and I have sat down and chatted, like, because I ask him the same question. I'm like, why? Why is this? Well, first of all, the kit is 20, 20 bucks, twenty one twenty ninety nine, whatever it is. The kit is so cheap that on a previous episode, we talked about how the kit in stores is like $40. So, based upon the amount of rolls, look, I'm not, like, making this, I'm not trying to justify, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. Just saying. For the amount of rolls you can squeeze out of this kit, if you're careful with it, it's still very economical. Okay, So it can't be shipped regular post because it's over the weight, and also it's chemistry, so we have to sticker it a certain way. chemicals. Certain chemical stickers have to be on it. The only thing we're thinking about, the kit comes in a box. We're thinking of taking the chemistry out of the damn box and shipping it flat. The box is... A the,
3: lot of air.
2: Like, why do you need that box? Yeah. So, so that's going to lower the weight? And make well, it that, the will, volume.
1: that will allow the kit to fit in a Priority Mail envelope, which probably less money. The problem is... Not
3: the E6 kit, though, because that's liquids. The
1: E6 kit is his own animal, yeah. but I am talking to the manufacturer to, make, to see if I can get a... Powder E6
3: kit. Oh. That'd be good, right? That would be cool. Yeah, I'm looking into that for 2018. He says, is there, is there really no other option to spend more than the cost of the item I'm buying on shipping? Buy more items. Just buy, like, 10 at a time. That's... The shelf life is pretty long on them. Yeah, that'll last him the rest of his life. That's true. 10 will last you a couple of years, and then you don't have to buy anymore. Uh, there there f- you go. Yeah, well... I don't know if people have that kind of coin on hand. I tried to Google him. I don't know exactly where he is in Canada, but maybe you can get get well, some people together. Maybe
2: next time you go there, you can drive some across the border.
3: What else you got, Kickstarter wise? Uh, nothing else new today. We just got. I mean, I just got the latest numbers on. Oh, um, well, let's get <laughs> right now. Do you, a, do you have a stock ticker? Yes. Uh, the Reservoir, uh, Instax back. They are at forty eight thousand of their two hundred thirty thousand um, dollar. Oh, uh, limit. I told okay. you that wasn't going to work. This yeah. is the back. What's it called? Reservat. The Reservat, which is the uh, the, the yes. instax back that, that, w- that fits on Hasselblad's and RB67, the 4x5s. And they're at 48,000 of. 230,000 that they're looking for. They still have a, quite a while. They still have more than a month left okay. on their campaign. Okay. So they could, they could pull it out. Hasselblad Square Instant Back, which is another Kickstarter that's currently going, which is another. Uh, Instax back for your Hasselblad. That um, whoa, this takes, is a different one. This is a we, different one. There's two we, guys at the, the same time.
1: Oh, this is the, oh. Wait a minute. The first one, reservoir reservoir Don't they have two types of backs you can get? The the Instax Mini or the Square.
3: Yeah, they they make backs for the the Hasselblad 500 system. Yes. Or the Mamiya. This is all going from memory here. Are the RB67 or the Mamiya Press Universal? Okay. And for the instax wide they're they making a four by five instax back okay so now you're saying there's another and thing. and those are like automated battery powered eject the film like a yes can there's another cam- another company or another company another guy uh Hasselblad square instant back it's called that's the name of the campaign he has basically a 3d printed hand cranked Hasselblad instax back
1: how much is that well
3: that one, the the I, I, as I, as I recall, the back is about one hundred and twenty dollars or something. Ooh. So that's right in the realm of impulse buy. Mm. If you've already got a thousand dollar Hasselblad, you know you would you know, be like, yeah, what's oh, another hundred. would be good for the kids. Take some yeah.
2: pictures at a party. Get them interested exactly. in a uh, meaningful.
3: Give your Hassie to the kids. Send them to the beach. Get yeah. some Instax pictures. Dad, we dropped it. <laughs> what's that one called? That one, <laughs> that one is called the Hasselblad Square Instant Back. Also slow. They're only at a, a little over ten thousand of a seventy-eight thousand dollars limit. It's more reasonable. Yeah, but and they're, they're running. They ended December seventh, so they've oh. only, they've got about three weeks left. It so. sounds
1: like we're going to have to get back together December
2: seventh. Yeah, December. is a big day.
3: The other big one is the Indiegogo Silbera. Yes, um, I forgot about that Indiegogo.
2: one.
3: Yeah, they. I mean, it doesn't make any difference because Indiegogo, they get the money no matter what they get. But they're nice. currently at twenty-four thousand of. Uh, $115,000 and they will uh, they'll end November 25th so they've got another week and a half to go but because it's Indiegogo I think what they were doing was they already have the film produced they were just looking for money to package and ship it out they're basically oh, selling right. it so it doesn't really matter. Whoever whoever chips in money will will most likely get their film because the film is already produced. Yeah, you talked about that last time, right? Yeah, yeah. We mm-hmm. talked about it. So that's cool. And I, I'm, I'm probably going to get in on some of that myself. And See, actually, to tie back to Reflex, Silbera and Reflex seem to have some sort of partnership because the Reflex cameras, when you the buy them... The Reflex! When, when you buy them, uh, they'll come with Silbera film.
1: Silbera 120 oh.
3: film. No, the Reflex is
1: 35. Oh, no, I'm getting confused. No. Oops. I thought the... Hasselblad, yeah, but Instax those are Instax. Wide
3: back, no, the Reflex. Instax Reflex. Okay. The Whatever. Reflex. Is the Reflex being manufactured where? England? I. I would assume. No, no, no neither of those. Okay. I, I would assume somewhere uh, Chinese, for the price. Wow. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. you know the Reflex. <laughs> uh, they also. The, have re-flex. the Reflex. They have the titanium and gold editions too. If no, you want to no, go, no, if right, you want to go here. nuts. You can yeah, get what does uh, that go?
2: Six, the, seven, Shh.
3: Yeah, you wish. Yeah. Where is it? Um, the titanium is thirteen hundred, <gasps> and the gold is thirty-two hundred. If it gets right to the last couple seconds of the of the campaign, and nobody has gone for a gold one, I might jump in and grab that okay. just to have the only one in the world. <laughs> I want someone well, to make a three D
1: printed like camera. Like, how about a three D printed one twenty six camera that has real kiss blood in it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> kids, kiss. kiss, kids. Okay, I'm just check. I'm just clarifying. <laughs>
4: over Spanish
0: shot me oh Sheldon and before the letters Simmons. start coming real in real children's blood <laughs>
2: what was there a record that had kiss back blood in
1: 1977 19- yeah. I saw that or 78 Marvel Comics put out kiss uh, comics
2: with kiss blood and in.
1: the very first volume number one number one Issue number one was printed in Kiss Blood, so I bought the comic. Of course, I ran down to the candy shop. What did it taste like? <laughs> no, and I bought the comic. And in the comic, no. in, the ba- in the back of the comic, there's a picture, a doctor with a with like a kit. If you search Google, search uh, Marvel Kiss Comic Real Kiss Blood, there's this doctor, phony doctor. I mean, I've never seen a, a doctor look so. It's probably
2: Peter Chris without his makeup. No, Peter Chris was in the shot. Oh, well, and they had their Simmons. arms
1: out. And then they take blood, and then they pour that blood into the vat with the red ink.
5: Tonight we have the last word in promotional stunts. Arcata Graphics and Depew will soon start printing a new comic book promoted as being printed with real kiss blood. Newsletter's Mike Hegedus was on
3: hand today when the donors showed up. What a great gimmick, though.
0: Come on. It's, a, it's a great you, you gimmick. Gotta,
2: you got to give it to him for that. I, I'm sure the health department would be like, no way. you can't
3: No, I was thinking song. of it. Was it Ghostbusters? Yeah. There was a record that came out that had blood inside it. There's been records like that. that yes. Or the or... case. The, the sleeve Cooper. has blood in it. Uh, there it? were VHS
1: know, tapes that had oh, like like liquid in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you tilt really? it around, it was like a red and liquid. And there is a record. Yeah. There was a record sold. It was like a soundtrack to a horror movie that had liquid in it. And I was just like, ugh.
0: In the because, vinyl? Yes. It looks awesome. Wow. I yeah, as you totally tip it around, feel it's, feel it's like a lava lamp. You no, know that's not oh, going to store
1: well. And then one day, you'll like go in your basement or attic, and you'll, Drink you'll be like, it. yeah. ugh.
2: It'll be all melting. It'll be like that guy in RoboCop. Oh, it yes. Falls into the it's into the vat. <laughs> the <toxic> like <laughs> Avenger.
0: Uh
3: have any uh, kickstarters popped up in the last 5 minutes? Um, yeah, there's a brand new TLR that just came out. No, stop. No. It. <laughs> it's a 4x5 TLR. No. no, no. So, yeah, nothing nothing in the last 5 minutes. Oh God, When you folks hear like
1: you'll hear like just like a noise. Does that come through? I yeah. don't think it doesn't. Oh, does yeah. I never noticed At it. home you'll hear like a thud.
2: People so, listening with headphones on are probably freaked out like what what was that? You should record this with a
1: binaural head. You can oh,
2: hear, so that hear Justin great. in
1: the back with the tape gun. The <laughs> FPP is a, con- is a concrete slab. Like, everything is concrete. What, what, this is like, it's like the Flintstones here. What's the history of this building? <laughs> it's a very interesting building. <laughs> this building was a Curtis Wright World War I uh, engine factory. So, why, I is it was it, Kodak. why is it all Wasn't it Kodak? Why is it oh, all Kodak's concrete? Street. Oh. Why is
2: it all concrete,
1: Mike? Oh, ba- oh this is a bomb proof building. <laughs> That's right. It was built. They were making parts for war, so this would have potentially been a target. Uh, You can write to us, podcast at (laughs) filmphotographyproject.com. Oh, you guys are doing great. You didn't jump that shark, but then you had to go daily.
2: That was good until you started talking with an Irish accent.
1: Yeah.
2: Or, you know, kid's blood. Making 3D kiss printed... Kiss Blood. Right, Kiss Blood. Don't even
3: goof about Kiss If you blood, didn't man. like this episode, then please do not have listened to it.
1: It's like the guy who doesn't like my editing on
2: my YouTube video. It's like, why do you watch oh, it? You know what you have to do? You have to put a warning on this. Say, this this podcast made with real Kiss Blood. Kiss Blood, who
1: should we have? Pa- oh, Paul, St- Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are the only two. Who's the
2: guy? Eric Carr. Eric Carr is passed away. That makes it even more valuable.
0: All right, well, very good. Well, uh, Well, I'd like like to say
1: we'll see you in two weeks, but we're going to see you in one week. See you in one week. So See you in one week for our Drive Time episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, until then,
2: uh, I'll see you. Enjoy. Be kind. Hi, Emmett. Laura.
4: I was hoping to see you... I've wanted to apologize for a long time. Down here, everyone says that the river people don't really belong here.
6: I know
4: what it's like to be a stranger and about a town beside a frontier. People want your business and little more. I watch shadows lengthen from a closed door. Mountains wide, nothing is clearer to the river people than what others try and hide. You spoke. Pushed your chair back at the meeting, I could tell that you were petrified. Said the best people can suddenly oppose Beside a goodwill and then it arose Two people, four people cross the floor. I saw the children run and wept amidst the uproar swim before us There they go Said the best people can suddenly oppose I saw children run and wept amidst the uproar
5: tonight we have the last word in promotional stunts. Arcata Graphics and Depew will soon start printing a new comic book promoted as being printed with real kiss blood. Newsletter's Mike Hegedus was on hand today when the donors showed up.
6: A kiss, as defined by Dan Webster, is something pleasing, a caress, a gentle touch. But there's another kiss that isn't in Webster's. KISS, I'm Told, is a big rock group on some level of music, appealing to that portion of the population that finds its collective voice changing and reads comic books. Speaking of which, KISS is going to have its own comic book soon, featuring the four strangely attired and hairy fellows to be printed by Arcata Graphics, printed in, if you believe everything you're told, in real KISS blood. To that end, KISS flew into Buffalo today, yes, with a plane, a Brinks truck bringing a little white box, in which were, you guessed it, four vials of real KISS blood, which were summarily dumped into some printing ink for the old comic book. Isn't that wonderful? The whole thing was a classic public relations stunt. One which may or may not have been in bad taste, depending on yours. One which may or may not sell comic books. It would be nice to think that people won't be sucked in by this type of thing. But then, maybe Kiss knows something, or reflects something, about us that we don't see. Mike Hegedus, TV2 News Center. A real classy
5: act, guys. (laughs) Publicity is really one of the most important things in the world. You could have the greatest product in the world. If people don't know about it, it dies a boring. So we, I love publicity and as long as it's based on something. One day we decided to do a book based on the uh, rock group KISS and some publicity guy got the idea that they would go up to the printing plant where the books were printed. and each of the four members of KISS would take a pin and just prick their finger and get a few drops of blood to come out and drop those drops of blood into the ink, into the red ink. I said, you guys are out of your mind. He said, no, no, it's great. It'll get a lot of publicity. The idea being that every kid or everybody who bought a KISS comic book in some way was getting a little bit of Kiss's blood in that comic book. And sure enough, they charted a plane. I went with them like an idiot. We flew up to Buffalo where the uh, press was. And I'll never forget this. The city of Buffalo had been told that we were coming and there were policemen stopping, you know, two limousines were waiting. Policemen were at corners stopping traffic while we went to the uh, printer. And all I could think of was this traffic that was stopped. There's probably some doctor going to save a person's life. There's probably some guy going to his job, which is an important job. These people are being stopped, while five morons, the four of them and me, are going to go and drop some blood in a printing plant. But anyway, we went there, and they put their little blood in there, and we drove back, and... um, Tell you one thing, Gene Simmons has a photographic memory. On the plane going and coming, he was telling me, he's apparently a big fan, he was telling me, Stan, do you remember that story you wrote in Spider-Man number twenty-three? <laughs> the third panel on the <laughs> fifth page when you He remembered. I've never known, a a, literally a photographic memory. Mm. I was so impressed with him. Mm. He's really a nice guy and a shrewd businessman, but he, a drop of his blood is somewhere in one of those comic books and there it'll stay. Special Agent Dale Cooper, is Sarah Palmer here? Who? Sarah Palmer.
6: No, there's no one here by that name.
5: Do you know Sarah Palmer? No. Is this Is your house? Do you own this house, or do you rent this house?
6: Yes, we own this house.
5: Who did you buy it from?
6: Chalfont, and Mrs. Chalfont.
5: Do you happen to know who she bought it from?
6: No, I don't, but. No. What is your name? Alice. Alice Tremond.
5: Okay. Sorry to bother you so late at night. That's okay. Good night. Good night.